Welcome to the Kids to Market podcast, where we talk to amazing young entrepreneurs, big and small, adults who champion kids in business, and discuss why running a children's business fair can change young people's lives. I'm Stacy, Kids to Market founder and raving fan of Kidpreneurs. I am here today with Declan Kinnear. He's 10 years old. He's done two products and taken it to market. One was a board game and the other one were digital stories. And he's here with me today to talk about his entrepreneurship. Welcome, Declan. Hello. <laughs> okay, so let's get dive right in. The first year that you did the class with me, you decided to do uh, a board game. Yes? Yeah. So how about you describe, first of all, the board game, and then we'll, we'll talk about how you came up with that idea. So you're playing as special powers and you're pretty much flying around the world-ish. So the, the board map, it map is the world. Yeah. Okay, I got it. And you're just going around it, and there's, like, snowflakes and, like, cards and stuff like that that you can pick up. Cool. And you have five heart cards that have an X on the other side. Okay, heart on one side of the card, X on the other. Yeah, so you have five hearts, and some you can repair yourself. and Ah, uh, like a health. And if you, and if all of them flip over to an X... You end up having to not being able to move for the next round. Move for the next round. And every single plane has a different specialty. Oh, and that's what these cards are. Like, uh, there's like, like you know, planes, yeah, five like planes. You got a ski this, plane, which can go on snowflake, which usually damage other ones. Right, and then you got a fighter plane and a jet plane, which double. Like a fighter plane doubles the attack, jet plane, I think every card. Yeah. There's a One. coin or like a rocket booster or something like that. Okay. And every rocket booster card, you yeah. get another boost. Oh, neat. So if, and you can play like, and then you, you pick up a card every turn. Every turn. Okay. As many. And so each person gets to be one of these five planes. So it needs two to five players. Why did you come up with planes as the theme for the game? Was the planes the first initiate initiate uh, the first idea? Sorry, or was it? I want to do a board like game and cars then cars or something. Oh. Well, what happened? Like I didn't know what would be the best because I don't know if cars would have any special. But each one is like an engineering plane, cargo plane, a jet plane, and these are actually like real things. The fighter plane and the ski plane with skis on the bottom. So you, when you did so, that, you picked planes because you could create real world objects. Like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I also <laughs> had this plane that had skis on the bottom that was like a toy. Mm-hmm. And then that's that was your inspiration. Also- yeah, so you had a toy, it was a plane, <laughs> with skis on the bottom, and you went, yeah. hey, that would be, that yeah, would make a cool game. I couldn't really figure out, like, what I could do, because if I wanted it to be, like, a family board game, because some, most families are, like, five, so it wouldn't be very fair if I only did, like, four characters, and I wanted You modeled it on your own more. family. Yeah. Because there's five people in your family, right? You got Liam as your older brother. And Jane is your younger sister. Yeah. So you picked five characters to play the game because because, because a four-person yeah. game really doesn't fit your family, does it? Yeah. And there's so there's the coin cards that has one to three coins. Right. 
And there's a rocket card that has 150 rockets. How did you come up with the rules for the games? Like for the cards, I get the players. I understand now the, the motivation behind well, the five and the planes, but what about what about these cards? Like well, what element of board games was important for you to include? Well, I really thought that like if you you had to have something that moves and I couldn't make a dot a dice. Excellent. So it was easier for this. And also if I wanted like money coins to like help you increase your lives or something like that. So this was a solution for an inability to make a, a die or dice. Yeah. And That's then excellent. there's the fighter plane. There's also cards with there's a can like cannons on it. Okay. And then like yeah, I think I took a picture yeah. of that card. I'll put it up on the so website so the people can see. So there's cannons, uh, one to three cannons. And then the fighter plane, I think there's less cannons than the rest. Mm -hmm. But it doubles the attack. Mm -hmm. So then the cannons like can launch at other planes. Right. So then it'll... Do you play a lot of board games at home? Of, yeah. Yeah? We have like 60. 60 board games. At least. At least. Mm -hmm. So your um, your overhead cost, I'm looking at paper in front of me, and you had to buy the elastic bands, I bet, to hold the cards together. And then these, what are these things called? You melt them. They're the beads. Oh, the melty, melting beads or whatever. You iron yeah, them. Yeah, you put something like a sheet right. over it, and then you have to... So your player pieces are made out of like craft material. Mm -hmm. So you're they over... They all look like mini planes. They do look like mini planes. I love your little planes. So the overhead cost of this was pretty low. I think it's like two fifty at the end. Two fifty all in to make one game. Well, since or two dollars and fifty cents for all the materials to make all the games. Well, it was probably like three or four dollars to get all the games. Okay. But I ended up selling a lot. Did you? Yeah. How many games did you sell? Well, so I think I had like eight games, and I sold all the way until I had two left. Okay, so you had six. So I have one at home, and yeah. then I was going to give it to someone who worked at a board game store, and then that board game store ended up getting shut down. Oh, rats. There's other board game stores. Yeah. Yeah. How much do you, do you remember how much you made off the game? What were your profits? Like 250 or something. 250 per game was your profit? Yeah, and then, or like, I think it was, like, up to, like, eight. I think it was more in between, like, five and eight. Okay. But I ended up selling a lot. <laughs> Good. You're pretty happy with the outcome? Yeah. Because usually if you think about when you buy board games. I feel like this games, was probably better than the digital stores. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Did you make more I money off of this? Selling, well, I only made, like, five. Eight bucks for the digital stories. The digital stories. And with this one, I got like ten, twenty dollars. Ten, okay. So that's what I was looking for. Somewhere between you made somewhere between ten and twenty dollars. Which is probably. That's a pretty good return. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the digital but it's stories. A lot more expensive than the digital stories. Right. So this had yeah. a higher overhead. Which one? So you the second year that so you did the class. Probably, since it was like. Five dollars for all of the board games. Right. Then it only had like probably like fifteen. Made a fifteen dollar profit. Yeah. Somewhere 15 around there. Fifteen to five. 
like somewhere there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the digital stories. Tell me about the idea for the digital stories. So explain that one. That that was your next your next business that you created. Well, I decided like I didn't know if I wanted to do the same thing, so I wanted to try something new. Right. And then I like writing stories. Good. So I decided to tell them because then I didn't have to write it all out. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, actually. Think about it. Audiobooks, they're very popular. Yeah. That makes good sense, right? Because the people who make books end up having audiobooks. I'd rather have an audiobook that gets made into a book. And made, you like it the other You like to do the process the other way around. Yeah, the easy way. Is it easy? Well, some people don't think that, though. Some people write really easily. This is just your talent. Your skill set is telling stories, right? You got to work with the skills you have. I also like writing stories, so. Yeah. Do you and I use, like drawing too. So. Do you do voice to text to create your stories, or do you actually handwrite your stories? Like. If you write like, it out and then. Yeah. So which yeah. which way do you go? Because so my dad kind of like, but like I got it off of him because he like would figure out a story and just read like not he wouldn't type it out or anything. He would just like say it and he's really good so I thought maybe I could do that too excellent and I made like a few stories when I was in grade like three or something okay so this is something you were doing already what made you decide to do a digital story so when we talked about in the entrepreneur class is that you had a target market you have the perfect purchaser your ideal customer so who did you have in mind for your digital stories? Who in your mind do you think would be interested in them? It'd be someone who isn't like can't read. Okay. As well as others. So younger. Yeah. Younger um, or those that are emerging readers and like like stories, but well, all of that really. All of those things. So fall in. instead of having like not necessarily waste your time on reading a story to your kids. But like, oh, just have that to. So you can say, hey, let's listen to a story, or you could yeah. leave them with the story they These, want. I like, I did Audible, and it just. That's a good service. Yeah. Yeah, I I listen to lots of books on Audible, so that's where part of where you got the idea, after mm -hmm. listening to your dad tell stories off the cuff, and you sold how many stories did you sell? So I sold. Like, I made five, sold five for some people, others only bought, like, one or two, so... Did you have a bundle package? Could they buy all five at a cheaper price? Yeah, so they're a dollar each, and right. then if you bought five, it was four dollars. Oh, okay. So it's a dollar cheaper. But you have zero five. costs in your business. It didn't cost you anything to make these stories. I mean, it cost me, like... Like your time to get my tablet and time and stuff yes like you already that. had the tablet yeah. but if i didn't have my tablet that would have just been a little bit difficult but yeah, not impossible I don't, I don't even know if that tablet <laughs> you don't even have the tablet anymore that works. that works yeah although it always made these crackling sounds so these so stories were not other people's stories you told these were original stories you created yeah. that's excellent and it has zero cost. How did you how did you deliver the product? So it's pretty easy to see the board game. You've got it really nicely packaged up. It's got cards. It's got player pieces. 
you put them in baggies and you have a really nice title page so it's easy to see what it is somebody's purchasing. But how do you sell and deliver your digital stories? How did you get it to people? So I used Gmail. Oh, so you just emailed them to them. Yeah. Like so they were packaged could, up. Okay. So this recording app let me send it to people. I tested it with my dad. Good. Sent him a ton of stories. How did they pay you? Did they pay you in cash or? He paid me. Not your dad. <laughs> your customers. Like, I also gave him some other like free stuff, and he helped me with the trailers and stuff like that. Ah, so you have some technical support. That is awesome. So when a customer came and purchased your digital stories, did they just pay you cash and you email it to them? Yeah, and I had this thing that they could like put their card through. A square? Yes. Did you? Yes. Brilliant. But you still made more money off the board game, you think, than you did off the stories. Yeah. Huh. Why do you think that is? Do you have any theories? Even in the trailers, they're all like crackling and stuff like that. You think recording quality has something to do with it? Could they listen to the stories, some of the sto examples of the stories when they came up to purchase? Yes. Did you have any printouts like, of the I content? Did digital trailer. Okay. And then, depends on what they wanted to listen to, I'd give it like. You'd let them hear it? Yeah. Right. So they could totally listen to the story before they purchased it. Mm hmm. And you still made more money off the board game. Yeah. You think it's because it's a physical object someone can carry away? Well, I really think that most people like reading. Oh, you still, yeah. Like, so, I still rather read a book than listen to it. Like, that's just me, but. Right. I also like something that I can see. Like, there's no pictures in a digital story. Ah. You can't get anything like that. So the board game is a lot better because I... More visual. So yeah. since your target market was possibly people who can't read or younger children, and they tend to like visual storybooks, and that's missing from your from your digital yeah. stories. Hmm, that's good insight. Do you have any, uh, any ideas on what you're going to do this year? I don't know. I might try board games again or card games because, like, at home I built some card games. Ah. Stuff like that. Like a Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh card game or actually like a playing card game? A playing card game. A playing card game. Okay. Not like a... Club. Well, if you were to base it off your test groups, you did digital story for one and you did a board game for another, which one performed better? Board game. The board game. So I feel like if I could just keep experimenting. Brilliant. Try something new. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of before. I'm like, I wonder what I'm gonna do this year. Right. I decided I have to get I have to get started early. Yeah. Did you find that that was a problem last time? Yeah. Were you rushing? Like at the end, I ended up being like, these are so much stuff to do. So we ended up. And with the board games, like, there's more something I couldn't exactly do by myself. Right. So then I could get more help. And right. then... Did you hand do every single board? Did you hand draw all of the board platforms? Or did, your, did you get these printed off? Like, draw one and then print it? Draw one. Print, and then go get print, a print. print, print yeah. Print. Can you and imagine the workload the, of doing in like unique ones every time? That'd be crazy. Yeah, and something about the board game app is you can also there's a big game. Yeah. There's three 
pieces. Mm -hmm. Small game where you take out the middle piece and then merge <gasps> the top. I did not know that. So if you wanted to do a shorter You're game, short on time, kind of like the Monopoly shortcut kind of idea. Have you ever done the Monopoly shortcut where everybody gets yeah, lands? Yeah, this game, it kind of just, like, if you're, like, if you want a short game, like, you don't have time to play a long game, then you just do that. Did you highlight this to your customers when they purchased so they could do short game, or is it in the instructions? Uh, Who knows I'm this? I'm pretty sure I them. You like, told them. And okay. like in the test, they could pay like 25 cents for to test it. So I oh, just take out the middle. That's nice. So you even made money off of the trial and the yes, trial. Which nice. that only made me like 50 cents. Because they're only they're only 25 cents each. Because if I did it like two dollars, I'd just be. You probably wouldn't. Because if I go trying. to a board game store, then. Like, they usually don't even have it priced. Right. So I think it would have been better if I gave them a free test. Yeah, that's good learning as well. Yeah. This is great. High five. That was awesome. You're doing great work. I'm looking forward to see what product you come up with next time. That's pretty exciting. And thank you so much for okay. coming out. Talk to me. Still trying to figure it out. Still trying to figure it already out. Already trying to figure it Still out. Still already, I know, like it's, you know, six, seven months away and you're already working on it. Yeah, that's fantastic. I figured the earlier I start, mm -hmm. the better results I'll get. The better product you will get. Because I probably started this at the first week of the... Entrepreneur class. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the last two. Right. Some people did. Yeah, some people did wait till the last minute, but everybody got their idea to market, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, but you figure that if you start earlier, then your your product quality will be higher. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming out. It was nice chatting. Thanks for listening. Come check out the details of today's show at kidstomarket.com forward slash podcast. And if you know of a young entrepreneur that you think should be on the show, send me an email. I'd love to hear about them. And remember, the two most important steps you'll take is simply to start and take it to market.